Hey, hey y'all. This, this is, is the, the Coffee, Coffee Duo, Duo podcast, podcast, where we sip, share, and connect. Fueled by coffee, conversation, and community. This is Erica. And I'm John. And together, and together we're we the are the Coffee, Coffee Duo, Duo podcast. podcast. Grab your favorite coffee. And come listen along with us. Welcome to the Coffee Duo podcast. Season 2, Episode 4. Welcome to another episode of the Coffee Duo podcast, and we just interviewed Unknown Ground Coffee, Sean and Lindsay, and mm-hmm. just amazing roasters, amazing stories. And a cool military family. A very cool military family. And you're going to understand why it's called Unknown Ground Coffee in a little bit. But first, what are you drinking over there today? So I am drinking in my favorite Country Roads Take Me Home cup, thanks to my sister, Tony's Coffee which is a medium roast with milk chocolate and roasted or toasted almond notes. What about you? Well, I am not. Oh, wait, hold on. Yes. With coconut creamer. With coconut creamer. <laughs> well, we are not drinking unknown ground coffee yet, but we have Mm-mm. ordered some. Yes, we have. But because I knew they were a military family, I have some Jarhead Java, which is a 100% Colombian coffee bold roast, which um, I fixed it with the amazingness of just black coffee and I just poured it into the cup that way and it's actually really really good but what you're going to hear today is a great episode of a roasting family Mm -hmm. that I believe is going to just continue growing and growing with roasting in their blood starting with their mama it sounds like that's right that's right and you know what the first the one thing that i realized that we did not mention when we were talking to them which i want to go ahead and mention it now is that if you're a military or first responder you get 10 percent off and you just use the promo code usa 10 usa 10 to get 10 percent off and their website is on their website it's unknowngroundcoffee.com.com And now we are ready for episode four. Listen up. Welcome to the Coffee Duo podcast. I'm John. And I'm Erica. And we have Lindsay and Sean with Unknown Ground Coffee. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. How are you guys, John? Great. Doing great. Yeah. Excited to talk to you guys. So we have Lindsay with us and we have Sean as well, correct? That's correct. <laughs> awesome. Yes, nice to hear from you guys. And thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having us. We've been looking forward to it. Good. So tell us, first of all, you guys are a small roaster. And yes. how long have you been doing this? Um, a little over two years now. Um we kind of just started when we moved here, mm-hmm. uh, so we're going on about two years, okay. a little over two years. And you, on your website, you ship you ship the coffee to whoever orders it online, but you're also working locally in Yuma, Arizona right now, correct? Yes, correct. So we have a lot of family and friends on the east coast so we ship a lot over there but then we also have a lot of support from the locals here too awesome that's always nice when the locals are embracing a military family absolutely (laughs) and so when you ship back east are you shipping just to like family members or do you ship to actual coffee shops that use your coffee as well or how does that work so as far as 
shipping currently. We don't ship to any coffee shops, but we do have all different customers. Anyone can order, uh, and then we can ship to them. Uh, all the coffee shops that we do rose for are all local, so convenient not having to ship to them. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely Save great. some money on the shipping costs, that's for sure. Yes, shipping is our biggest biggest battle, I would mm-hmm. say. <laughs> I would say most most businesses probably agree with you, except Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, coffee is just heavy, so yeah. you just really can't get around That's true. the weight and the shipping cost. Mm-hmm. Oh, true. Yeah. That's very true. So what's in a name? So let's hear about Unknown Ground Coffee. Where did you guys come up with this name? Yeah, uh, so I mean, it really comes from us being a military family uh, with us moving and kind of always being on, like, different situations, unexpected, or making plans and having to change them and replan <laughs> again. Yeah. Uh, so we're kind of just always on unknown ground. Um, I like so that. that's really where it came from. That's great. Yeah. I know we've been trying to get this um, podcast um, interview for a couple months and Sean just keeps yeah. leaving. For some reason, the military <laughs> just keeps sending him all over the world. So yeah, uh, no, sorry about that. No, no, yeah, no. I, think it's, I feel like it's been six months or so since last time uh, we thought we had a solid lock on. And of yeah. course, <laughs> military okay. life just throws a wrench in, in most plans. But we are absolutely so proud of you for doing what you're doing. We yeah. absolutely thank you. So we really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. And, yes. and being a military brat myself, I can relate to the unknown ground part because yeah. <laughs> we never yes, knew where we were going to land. <laughs> yeah, what a great name. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's really cool. So how did you get involved in roasting? What was, was it a passion of always drinking coffee or what, what was, how did you get into this? Um, it kind of a mix of both. Uh, our youngest, right when we moved here, started kindergarten. So I was finally able to have more than just like a half day of preschool to do something productive. (laughs) Uh, So it's kind of what could we start now that we both are into more than like a hobby as well uh, that we could actually grow on when he gets out of the Marine Corps. Uh, So it kind of just stemmed off that something that we really enjoyed. It started as a small hobby and then it's grown into this wonderful business now. Um, but that's really how it started. Oh, great. I love the fact that you're thinking long-term because, you know, so many people in the military, like my dad was different cause he was a pilot. So he knew he was going to be able to go and, you know, get a job as a pilot somewhere with an airline or something, but you're thinking yeah. ahead where you've got this awesome plan. So you can start building on it now and it just grows and grows and grows until Sean, you're ready to retire. Yeah, yeah. So originally it was kind of uh, our end state was, you know, I retire at 20 years or 25 years or 30 years, whatever that case is. But we always kind of just dabbled around with uh, wanting to open up an actual coffee shop Mm. just because we've always enjoyed going and meeting people. We have a lot of uh, relationships and friends, and that was kind of like a, a nice, easy spot to meet up with other family members like us across the different moves that we've done. Um, so kind of opening up a shop was kind of like the, the end goal originally, uh, but then it was looking into that long term of, you know, what can we do now? What can Lindsay be doing um uh, to help her out and help the family and kind of just get ahead of the game when it comes to retirement. And then it quickly kind of started getting the realization of, you know, owning a coffee shop is probably not very sustainable, especially in our current state for sure. Uh, (laughs) 
opening up a brick and mortar store is mm-hmm. not really something that we would be willing to do because uh, of moving and that would have to break the family apart. So mm. we just kind of got to dabbling around different ideas and, you know, we both looked at each other one day and was just kind of like, who, like, how does coffee even get roasted? <laughs> you know what I mean? We were kind of just kind of belligerent to it, uh, to say the least, but that's kind of opened Pandora's box. Yeah, yeah, it's a great start. On YouTube late night, just <laughs> looking at all the different roasters and uh, just how to get started, really. Oh, that's great. So how? So do you have a machine at your house, or like a roaster, or are you doing the smaller batches? Um, so we started on smaller batches. Mm-hmm. Our actual, I mean, the first roaster we had was this is when it was just a hobby though, it was just a popcorn maker. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, we still have it, but the coffee for us turned out terrible. Supposedly, you can <laughs> roast good coffee on it, but we had no luck. Um, but then we upgraded to one that after roasting, you got about a half pound, I believe it was. Okay. Uh, we actually started a business on that one. Oh, wow. Um, and it did not roast enough. We quickly realized within even a week of being open that we needed something bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we got a three pound roaster. Uh, we had that for, I would say well over the first year and it really got us established. Uh, but we made one more upgrade. Now we have a 10 pound coffee roaster. Nice. That's awesome. So, so from the popcorn maker to the 10 pound yeah. <laughs> yeah, big upgrade. I like that. You guys should take a picture on your website and have like popcorn maker to each of the different <laughs> machines that you were yeah. using. The beginning to now. The beginning, yeah, exactly. I, and you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but my sister owns a coffee shop in Texas, and um, and she just started roasting herself too. And it's funny because oh, you guys, cool. yeah, you guys started opposite, which I really think is kind of cool, actually, because you really are getting down to. The basics of where the coffee shops obviously have to start with, which is the roasting. So yeah. it's yeah. it's a really neat start, I think, because most people would probably think like, oh, yeah, you start with the coffee shop and then you go to the roaster. Like so many do. But I think that's really cool that you guys started with the beans first. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we quickly realized, too, that it's not that it's not. Due. I mean, your sister's doing it. You can be a roaster and own a coffee shop. But it's two full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the only way that even Sean and I would ever be able to maintain that is if he was out of the Marine Corps yeah. and both of us were full-time. Like, right. there's no way I could do more than than just be the roaster now, which I've also found I like brewing coffee for personal, but not for, <laughs> uh, like, mass quantity. Right, I, right, right. I think at roasting is where my passion is at. We know I was... I was watching how roasting was actually done not too long ago with John. And I told him, I said, there's just something really soothing about watching the beans go from the green to roasted. I don't know what it is, but it it seems really relaxing. (laughs) So is that how you feel too? Like it's super relaxing, especially because you have kids. (laughs) Yes. Well, and honestly, so I roast when they're at school, Right. um, but it is, like I have my own coffee office and it is relaxing and it's just, it's something cool to watch. Just, right. Yeah. The transfer, yeah, well, like the transformation is really cool. I really, really enjoyed watching that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. 
And what kind of roaster are you guys using currently? The 10 pound, what kind, what brand is it? Uh, so we use the Artisan XE. Uh, it's a fluid bed roaster. Hmm. Uh, the half pound one that I was telling you about was actually a drum roaster. And then we switched over to fluid bed and we haven't looked back. Uh, oh, nice. It's, in our opinion, very consistent, very easy to recreate every roast exactly the same. Uh, so we've really enjoyed it. Oh, nice. Consistency is important. Yeah, very important with that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So I'm going to have to ask you about something that's on your website. Yes. Chocolate raspberry Cupid's arrow. That just <laughs> sounds so great. I'm definitely going to have yeah, to order some is. of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that one is actually one of our flavored. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do add a flavoring oil to that. We only run it February sometime, sometimes a little into March, but usually through February, uh, and we use natural flavoring oil through the roasting process to give it that flavor. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm definitely going to be ordering a few bags of that, especially if it's limited supply. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get this yeah, quickly here. Absolutely. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then we keep a snickerdoodle and a vanilla bourbon year round. Ooh, vanilla bourbon. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's really good. I'm like, uh, I'm like, learn with the flavors. Some flavors stick and some flavors just don't. Mm. Uh, but those three have been staples. We usually run a holiday one around Christmas, too. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that's good to do. You know, I, I wish I would have known about this Cupid's arrow beforehand because I probably would have ordered some for Valentine's <laughs> presents. But, yeah. but that's okay because I know for next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. So Sean and Lindsay, what are your favorite coffees to drink, like to make or to drink when you guys go out? Um, so as we started this, you know, Lindsay and I were both full blown into it. And uh, <laughs> we definitely still are. But Lindsay is runs the business uh, for the better sake, to, to say the least. And she often just refers to me as, you know, I'll help come bag stuff or grind stuff, but I'm the coffee maker. Uh, so I'm kind of the chef, the chef of the coffee, I guess you could yeah. say. That's funny. Um, we originally, you know, really loved pour over coffee. That's kind of what got us into this. The Chemex okay. is the first, mm-hmm. I think, thing that we actually bought and kind of nerded out hardcore for <laughs> quite some time. And that was like a game changer to coffee flavor for us. Um, but since we've really got into roasting, uh have definitely got very interested in espresso mm-hmm. okay. um so that's kind of what we've been doing is espresso uh and cortados specifically is really what we enjoy it's just you know a one-to-one ratio a little bit of milk a mm-hmm. little bit of espresso mm-hmm. uh steamed and just enough you know not quite a shot a little bit more but um just sip on, but it's kind of one of those get in and get out type things. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's not a 16 ounce latte. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not the 90% milk, you know, yeah. that people get at Starbucks and they think it's good for you. Yeah, we, don't, exactly. we, don't, we don't say that name around here, Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just teasing you, but really I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we enjoy espresso. Cortados is kind of what we... I'd say we do probably 95% of the time now. Oh, yeah. nice. I mean, when we go camping, uh, we do still a lot of times we'll take the Chemex and use that. Uh, but at home or when we go out, it's typically Cortados. And now for our question of the week. Do you prefer pre-flavored coffee 
or just regular coffee and flavor it yourself. And now back to the show, the Coffee Duo podcast. Now, I don't know what the Chemex is. I'm going to have to look this up. You don't so. know what the Chemex is? Oh, I don't know yeah, this. So, so John does nerd out on equipment. So we have a couple of different things. Um, what's the one you use? I have a Bialette from Bialette. Italy. That little, uh, okay. it's kind of like a somewhat espresso, but it's not quite the espresso. So, but you right. use espresso in it. So I like that. And it can be used for camping as well, too. So he's very bougie yeah. when it comes to the using that thing. It's really funny. <laughs> yep. So I like that one, too. So what else do you guys have to add? Um, anything with your family, your faith, um, anything else that kind of goes in with your coffee roasting experiences or other stories that you'd like to add to this? Yeah, uh, so I mean, one thing that's been really nice with this, our family, we do get to include everyone. I mean, we have the three girls, and now as far as like actual bagging and roasting, I I do all of that mainly, uh, but they'll help us stamp bags. Uh, when we were doing the markets, they would always help us set up and, and all of that. So it's kind of been nice that it's been a family affair. It's not just a job. Mm -hmm. Like it's all of us included. Yeah. Probably also teaches them some really good lessons about entrepreneurship and, you know, just all being for one goal, you know, not just, oh, it's mom's hobby. Like this is mom's job while you're at school. And, you know, the whole family gets involved in it when you're not in school. I think that's really great. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we were at the markets, they used to, can we make bracelets? Can we make, uh, <laughs> they were already trying to sell stuff. So, I mean, it, they're definitely learning. That's uh, great. So that's been a fun process with it as well. Yeah. So when you guys were talking earlier about having a coffee shop someday, so once you guys are retired and our Sean's retired, then you're going to open hopefully a coffee shop somewhere, maybe back East you were guys were talking about maybe. Um, um we've, We've kind of, I'd say we're, we've grown further away from opening a coffee shop, okay. to be honest with you. I yeah. think once we got into this, we just, we realized the two complete opposite or differences between what a coffee shop is and what a coffee roaster is. Mm -hmm. um, we wouldn't mind, I don't think, having a shop if we had the ability to, but also retirement for... For my sake and for the families, you know, after 25 or 30 years of uh, military, I'm really looking forward to kind of <laughs> breaking ties from the normal job yeah. Uh, yeah. and kind of just doing our own, which this this is exactly what has allowed us to do thus far. So it's kind of, it's nice, you know, we can go take mm -hmm. family breaks or occasions. We go camping all the time, yeah. you know, um, and we can kind of build our own schedule and we have such a small... I don't want to say small business, but we like it's only us two, so we can work specifically with those individuals that are purchasing coffee mm -hmm. from us, and and it's more personal, I guess, is what you can say. Yeah. And then like so when you, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say so. Then when you do go enjoy a coffee at a coffee shop, you can enjoy it, and not have to worry about the customers and what they're doing. Right. You're just yes. sitting having your coffee, and then you can leave. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't blame you because owning a <laughs> shop period is high maintenance and. Yeah. A lot of work and going on vacation when you Absolutely. own something like that's really really hard yeah so i think i think yeah. your choice is probably pretty spot on for yeah. retirement plans <laughs> yeah no i do think it would be cool we've talked about um in the retirement age of just kind of owning 
a small little brick and mortar store and that just being, you know, where we roast out of, cause right now, obviously we do it out of our house mm-hmm. and just opening something small, uh, and people can come in and maybe take classes of how to roast or yeah. come in kind of almost like a small batch brewery mm-hmm. kind of deal where people come in and maybe view the roasting process or look at all the beans and watch how packaging goes mm-hmm. and then maybe offer like espresso or pour over specifically, but right. you know, like a very limited bar style, mm-hmm. not a full blown coffee shop. Just yeah, do some tasting. Just give us like the flexibility of if we schedule an event, it, it's on like our schedule. Right. Like we only have the private events when we have the time or when we want to do them, kind of thing. So we had a guest on last our last podcast episode, and he is a roasting consultant. And basically, that's kind of what he did, sort of, on the East Coast. And it was a brick and mortar shop where they roasted, and then you could buy the beans there in his shop. But he didn't have he didn't have any pour overs or, or any drinks whatsoever. It was just like you come in, you buy your beans, you can watch it watch it happen. So it's so, sort of similar. But I like your concept of like simplicity. You can see it happen, and you can buy the beans. Yeah, yeah, it would be nice. Now, granted, this is all a concept, you know. Yeah, sure. It's a yeah. nice thought. Uh, Goals. We'll see what pans out. Yeah. Goals after retirement. <laughs> yes, for sure. And so, currently, how many places are you roasting for, say, just in your the local community? Uh, so we roast for two shops: uh, Sunshine Cafe and the Coffee Bean. Uh, Sunshine Cafe does have the two locations now. Uh, but then the rest of them are our amazing local community. I mean, they support us so much. We have subscriptions and oh, get regular great. orders. Nice. Uh, yeah. So nice. subscriptions on the website, unknowngroundcoffee.com yeah. is the website. And then Unknown Ground Coffee on Instagram as well, correct? Yes, correct. Awesome. And nobody can order Cupid's Arrow until mine order is in. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have had a great time talking with you both today. Um, If there's any final words that you guys would like to say, we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah, I mean, we're just, thank you for having us on here and we really enjoyed getting to talk with you guys. Yeah, it's been great. And we have enjoyed your coffee quite a bit. I guess we've been drinking it at the coffee bean too, but I didn't realize that was your coffee. (laughs) So I've had that multiple times. I, I usually just get black coffee, but... That was your coffee there, and we've had it at Sunshine a lot, too, so we're closer to that area, so yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, uh, Coffee Bean was our first shop uh, that we started at. That's awesome. Great, great spots. Two great great, spots. Yeah, very great spots. Well, congratulations on your small business and your future growth. Yeah, thank you. And Sean, thank you for your service. And, yes, uh, and of course the family for sacrificing because it's just not just the service member but it's the family too yes so unknown ground coffee check them out locally here and find them online so you can buy their their uh, coffee their beans yes definitely and we want to thank you guys again yeah, so much again. yeah thank you guys very much for having us yeah. we appreciate it thank you You've been listening to Coffee Duo Podcast Radio. Like, share, subscribe, and review everywhere podcasts are found. Views and opinions expressed by the guests of Coffee Duo Podcast are theirs and do not necessarily reflect those of the program. All rights reserved, no duplication or redistribution without permission. 
Thanks for listening to the Coffee Duo podcast. Remember to like, share, and subscribe.